Hello, I am Dr. Jason Parker, and this is the Engaged and Athletic Leadership Podcast. This is the podcast designed to provide you with the tools and fuel you need to impact your world. Engaged leaders are intentional, and athletic leaders are skillful and trained to overcome any challenge. If that describes you or the leader you want to become, this podcast is for you. Welcome and enjoy the show. Well, hello and welcome to the Engage and Athletic Podcast, PD for the high school coach and AD. You know, guys, we are certainly in some tough times. I mean, the every day on the news, dealing with what we're dealing with in our certain situations, uh, not to mention the, the things that were already on our plate, it just seems like there's more and more to deal with. And tough times often play tricks on our mind because we have a way of our, our brain as it perceives threats uh, focuses in on those threats and sometimes makes them bigger than what they are. And so tough times have a way of playing tricks on our mind. But as the saying goes, tough times don't last, tough people do. So as an ode to that comment, I want to focus the next couple of weeks on what I'm calling my Tough Juice series, okay? So this series is designed to help you tap into your toughness and not only survive, but actually thrive during a time like this. And, and no matter what thrive looks like for you. Tough Juice is, is the name of uh, one of my f- favorite basketball players. Uh, it, it was his nickname, uh, Karan Butler. I, I watched, follow Karan ever since high school. And he was just a guy with a mean scowl and um, tough, you know, he was built up, really buff guy. And uh, he was just a heck of a player, won a championship with the Heat, and they called him Tough Juice. And uh, he was on one of the games the other night, and so that that um, nickname just kind of resonated with me. So we're all going to take a little Tough Juice over the next few weeks, and I hope that that this is helpful for you as you uh, try to get through your particular situation. Now, today's specific topic is what problems are you built for? And the the thinking behind this topic is if you think and realize it, if you take time to realize it, all things are created to solve a problem. We have food that solves the problem of hunger. We have clothing that... Uh, solves the issue of warmth. We have recreation that deals with boredom. If you take it even a step further, buildings are specifically designed to withstand certain threats that they will face, right? Like buildings in, in over fault lines are designed to withstand earthquakes better. Uh, there are that there are buildings that are designed. Um, to take advantage of sun, where where um, energy might be uh, uh, an issue or lack thereof, and so what whatever there is, whatever is created, it is created to solve a problem. Even a step further, every job that is designed is designed to to solve an issue. So if there is um, um, we can't handle all of our employees. We hire somebody to to deal with that. 
we don't know how to uh, deal with athletics or how to manage that or how to lead that, let's hire an athletic director. We don't know how to um, coach the finer points of softball or baseball or basketball. Let's hire a coach. Um, and, and, and it goes deeper and deeper, right? Like the more problems you can solve, the more valuable you are. And so in a way, I hope that helps you reframe what problems actually are because they're, they're actually opportunities, right? Because there's a problem <clears throat> can be viewed. Our mind can resonate a problem or can manifest a problem from, from anything. There, there are people who, some of the most rich and famous people on earth commit suicide, right? Because they see more problems than the good. So problems are everywhere or have the potential to be everywhere, but how you view that problem is particularly important. What I want you to realize is that everything you are specifically designed to solve problems, to solve a problem. There's something you, you're designed to solve that most other people aren't built for. All of your tests, and we talk about tests all the time, the talents, your experiences, your skills, all of that stuff that you've been through has given you an edge. It's made you different. It's provided you with information that you've computed in that great calculator you have known as your mind and your spirit, and, and, and you've transformed that into knowledge, a particular knowledge that almost no one else has. And it's given you a way about yourself that's different. And in turn, it's designed you to solve some unique problems that other people can't solve. You know, I personally realize that from everything that I've been through, I am designed, I am built to attack dynamic issues. And part of that is, you know, I've played at a high level. I, 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 so, so the pressure really doesn't bother me. I've, I've played for my livelihood to the point where, you know, I've been in other countries where it's like, hey, if you have one more bad game, you're probably going to lose your job and and have a, my wife and my kid is there with me. And so, like, I pressure doesn't bother me. So the, the problems that people, most people don't want to solve, like, I get geeked up about that, those problems. I'm, att- I'm attracted to the district that has more issues than solutions. I, I'm attracted to the problems that people generally shy away from. Uh, for instance, with, with this COVID-19, everybody's, everybody on our staff was saying, hey, we'll never get our fans to wear face masks. And I'm like, I guarantee we will get our, fa- our fans to wear face masks. Like it, it, It's really quite simple. If they don't want to wear it, they won't, they won't um, be, be allowed to stay in the game. Right. And so it's a simple solution, but it's it's a hard application. It's a difficult application. And so a lot of people shy away from 
going and and ha- and facing that conflict and saying, "Hey, put your mask on." Oh, and of course they say, "Well, he doesn't have his mask on, or she they don't have their mask on." Why, you know, you get that every every once in a while, and you have to explain to those people, "Sir, ma'am, I get it, but if you want to stay in our facility, please wear your mask." And ultimately, they have the choice, and nine times out of ten, they're going to put on the mask. And so the other night we had our first varsity football game and probably 95% of our fans did wear their masks just because we reiterated it. It was in the announcements and so on and so forth. But going back to my point, those are the type of issues that I I love, right? I, I'm, I'm built for those things. I love when somebody says we can't do that, right? We can't get those type of kids here. We can't build this program. Nobody's ever won um, in basketball here. Nobody's ever uh, turned soccer around. I, I love those types of issues. But at the same time, on the flip side of that, I am not good at all with issues that I feel like are of little consequence. And that's one of the reasons I've been struggling during during this COVID time. And when I say struggling... I like to accomplish, right? And inevitably, you you get nothing accomplished during these times because you're you're constantly dealing with contact tracing. You're constantly dealing with questions. You're constantly dealing with things like face masks. You know that that could have been spent on, you know, how do we raise another hundred thousand dollars for our new facility, or how do we uh, get the resources to hire a new coach that's desperately needed in a program that's growing. And, and, and I'm not, instead of getting to focus on those things that I geek out about the leading our program, leading our, um, coaches, um, you know, dealing with issues like, um, coach accountability. Like those are the things I love to do. And now I'm relegated to basically contact tracing. Or, or filling out spreadsheets of who sat next to who. And, and for me, I'm not very good at that. I'm, I'm not built for those types of issues. You know what I'm saying? And so I want to give you a couple of tips to help you stay tough-minded in this situation, no, no matter what you're facing. So here are some tough juice lessons. Number one, appreciate problems, okay? Like, let's reframe that, that, that thought pattern because if no problems, then you don't need a problem solver, right? So problems are opportunities, right? But our second lesson is this. Find out what problems you're built for. Find out, it, it may be a type of problem that resonates with you. It might be a type of problem that... that gives you a rush or or brings a lot of good to others. I know one thing that that I'm kind of resonates with me is difficult conversations. Like I I just something about me I t- difficult conversations I'm I pretty good at them. Like we'll have a angry parent come in and inevitably they leave um you know somewhat satisfied. Or we'll have those difficult conversations with coaches or administrators. And I'm able to still um, be challenging, you know, from the standpoint of, hey, you know, I want to, I, I always start off as humble. 
or, or not only start off, but I'm always humble throughout the meeting uh, or I enter into the meeting with with humility as the as the main thing. And then um, there's inevitably a point when you have to to challenge that person. You have to say, well, it's some give and take. Right. Or here's where you may have been wrong in this situation. But presenting that in a way that is, number one, has grace entwined into it, but also um, is able to present it in a way that's not threatening, in a way that that is not um, going to automatically send them off the deep end. Um, that's just something that I'm good at, right? And so find out what you're good at. Find out what things that People are like, man, you did that? Or how did, I I couldn't believe you got that done. Those are the problems that you're built for. And lean into those things because we need all the problem solvers that we can possibly get right now. So there's somebody somewhere that's needing what you've been designed to solve, needing you to be there, okay? It could be your district, it could be your family, you you are designed to solve a particular issue, and it's important that you know what you're designed to, to solve. The third lesson I want to leave you with is don't let the problems you aren't built for bring you down, right? Because I was having some down days because it's like I get home and I haven't accomplished the things that are on my task list, and these issues are really more uh, interruptions to me rather than things that satisfy me. I don't feel like I'm bringing much value when I say, hey, these three kids can't come to school because they sat within six feet of someone else. You know, like that's not the problems that I'm built for. But number one, there are people that are built for those issues. And I'm lucky to have a good team around me. And so some of those things I'm able to um, designate to them and they take care of. But the point to you is don't let those things destroy you. Don't let those things bring you down. Those issues that aren't for you. Maybe it's a big issue. Maybe you're a great coach, but you just don't handle tough conversations well. Maybe you're a, a fantastic administrator, but there's something about the operation side that doesn't align with you. Well, that's fine and dandy. And by all means, try to improve in those areas, but also realize that maybe that's just not a problem you're, you're designed for, but that doesn't disqualify you. If, if, if the buildings that are designed to withstand earthquakes might not be as resilient during a flood, maybe, maybe their bottom floors need to be completely renovated. Maybe some 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 bricks or or some stucco falls off the side, but that building's still standing. That building's still going to bring a lot of good and a lot of value for a whole lot of people. And you are that building. So no matter what issues may be plaguing you, realize that there are other issues that are in lockstep with what you've been designed to solve. And realize there are some issues. I mean, there sometimes you swing and you miss. Sometimes you shoot and you miss, right? There, there, there's some good and some bad. So there are some things that maybe even as the dynamic leader you are, you're you're not necessarily built for. And we have to be okay with that. And we have to 
as we talked about for the last two weeks, design systems to help you with that, right? Whether it's resources, as, as in human resources, whether it's um, something you get from the internet to help you out, whether it's um, your, your meditation practices that give you extra patience to, to deal. I mean, guys, I can't tell you how much I hate sitting at my desk and putting in um, data entry on a spreadsheet or something like that. Like I literally start to break a sweat, but you can put me in front of a, a room of 10,000 people and, and give me a microphone and I'm in my element. I mean, it's just weird. And everybody has those things. And so, like I said, I, I encourage you to find those things because they will encourage you during these times when in, in when you trip up. Because we will trip up because this is all uncharted territory for us all. So, like I said, don't let those problems that you aren't built for bring you down. Continue, continue, continue to be mentally tough. Continue to be physically and spiritually tough. And let's get through this time and continue to go out and lead our very best. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, if you'd like to connect with me to answer any questions or if I can help you in any way, shoot me a line at jlpengages at gmail.com. As always, rating the podcast helps others find us easier. So we appreciate if you can do that as well. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Now go out and be your best.